I'm Leslie. Laurie, welcome to Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. Yes, and today we are talking about days one through three of the Kyushu Basho in November. It just started. Yes, the sumo's fabulous. Maybe a little bit on Kitanawaka? Yes, I do have something on Kitanawaka. But before we get to that, before we get to the, your news, all of it, I have a really fabulous poem. This poem is from Brian Widmer, who is a big fan of Hoshoryu, Ooh. and Hoshoryu is his pick to win Kyushu. So here's his poem. Okay. In the land of giants, amidst the thunderous cheer, stands a sumo wrestler, smaller yet without fear. Though he's not the largest in stature or in might, his spirit burns like fire, a warrior in the light. With glasses, he studies, plans, and calculates. Each match, a strategic battle as the tension escalates. <laughs> the crowd, they underestimate the power he conceals. But at the moment of Tachiai, and dust in air reveals. His passion bursts forth like a tempest in the night. He takes on his opponents with all his strength and might. A scowl upon his face as he grapples on the clay. His anger fuels his fire in the heat of the melee. Oh. Really good good rhyme there. I love that one. <laughs> with every push and shove, he moves his foes with grace. A smaller sumo wrestler in a mighty thunderous space. When victory is his, a triumphant fierce display, his narrowed eyes gleam with passion in that glorious melee. Because if you use it once, you might as well you use it You might as well twice. use it twice, exactly. <laughs> Though smaller than the rest, his heart is vast and strong. A sumo warrior who proves that size can be wrong. So don't judge by appearances or stature's daunting height, for in the heart and spirit one can win the fight. This sumo wrestler, having absorbed all levied blows, teaches us a lesson in courage that he shows. Oh, very good. Really that was nice? really good. I, I would really give that a poetry that award, a sumo kaboom poetry award. There you go. It is yours. Brian, you just won it the inaugural sumo poetry <laughs> award that we just made up on the spot for you and your poem. It doesn't have a title. I think we should give it a title. I think it'd just be called Hoshoryu. Hoshoryu's Melee? Yeah, <laughs> Hoshoryu's Melee. I will have to say, Hoshoryu, besides Tobizaru, has a second best browse in the biz. He furrows his brows better than anybody, better than anybody else. Yep. He looks so mean. Agreed. And he's a softy, really, but his pre-bout ritual with those eyebrows so of good. intensity. Yep would scare the bejesus out of me. It's like, yeah, I don't even know how he does it. I was trying to do it for y'all on the podcast. I was trying to do it for you, but it just doesn't uh, doesn't compute in a podcast. Right. No one can really see your eyebrows in a podcast. No, but it was fierce. You should yes. know. It really was. I'm telling you, as I sit opposite the table, it was very fierce oh, indeed. Thanks. Thanks. Also, thank you for sending some pictures. We're seeing some Sumo Kaboom fans who are over in Kyushu, and they're taking pictures with their shirts on, and I just think... <laughs> Not I... their shirts off. The no, shirts, shirts on. on. Right. Yes. Thank you, Tyler. I love to see Sumo that. Kaboom shirts. Um, I mean... It's like I, we're there. It is like we're there. I love it. And it makes me want to... Okay, somebody who's listening right now, can someone make us an insignia? I guess that's what you call it. That is our Sumo Kaboom like that says Sumo Kaboom podcast, but in kanji. So we can have that put on a t-shirt so that we can go over there ourselves or whoever wants it can go over there and be like a walking advertisement for Sumo Kaboom. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I do want it in kanji anyway, because we do have people all over the world that listen to us and people who are Japanese speakers. And I was like, wouldn't it be nice if they could yeah. see? Can I mean, we not do that on on google now can't we I, just do sumo kaboom and kanji i see yeah, what comes but, up but like you want it in the pretty calligraphy right oh i see yeah you, you want, want it like, like pretty... a la sumo style not a la google style like with our handprints on it sumo kaboom tagata like claps on the back hi here's my tagata and your tagata that would be really funny 
<laughs> well, thank you all to everyone who is wearing our T-shirts and all of you who are sending your pictures from over there. It is so exciting and fun to see. So I hope you're enjoying it. everyone has their bingo cards that's first and foremost oh and i haven't even looked to see how many people are playing it was up to 300 people like 24 hours after i announced it so actually i'll look it up right now right you keep on talking well i i think i posted on social media go ahead if there are cards left there may be a few cards left go ahead and get one for one of your sumo curious friends People who like walk through the room and are like, hey, what are you watching? But you can't quite get them on the hook. Give them our Sumo Kaboom bingo card and say, go ahead and watch the tournament and try to get a bingo. Mm -hmm. Because it happens nine times out of ten, whoever plays our bingo game becomes a sumo fan. And then you've got a sumo friend to talk about Kochinawaka with or Hoshoryu or Karishima. So it's a gateway game into Mm -hmm. sumo. Mm Mm-hmm. There are there are fifty nine cards left. Oh, there's only fifty nine cards left. Fifty nine so cards get on for the ball. your grandma, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, who's like, "Hey, tell me about sumo." Give him a bingo card mm-hmm. and get him started. Yep. Because you know odds, what, the odds are really good. The 10, odds are really 10% good. Ten percent of people get a bingo. That's right. And like we have prizes. We have a 2024 calendar Mm -hmm. and we have my homemade jam. Mm -hmm. And then there's bragging rights. And sometimes there's more. Sometimes there's more goodies. It just depends on what goodies we have. Yeah. Um, But uh, there's goodies to be had and we ship all around the world. So don't let that stop you. That's right. So would you like to hear the one little tiny tidbit of news that I do have this week? Yeah. Most everything is related to the tournament. Okay. Like, we know Asuna Yama's out from day one. Well, yeah. Fuji's out. But can we say what a surprise that was? Yeah. I did not expect Asuna Yama to go out this time. I didn't know he was dealing with that injury and it was going to take him out. Yeah. Well, he, it looks like he popped his cap, he pulled it or something, but I think. muscle. Yeah. During the, during the tour. So he's out, but. We might see him back. We might. He sort of said, if I'm feeling up to it, I might come out in the second week. Right. But Terada Fuji, I think we all expected him to take a day off. Take a couple weeks off. Yeah. So he's still healing. And who else is out? Maybe that's it for right now, but hopefully we'll see we'll see these um we'll see Asanoyama appear. And if not, then it's okay. He's not in Sanyaku. He's been working his way back up. He'll get bumped down and he'll fight his way back. It's you know, the sumo is fine without him. It really is. It's very exciting. Yeah. But I do think he shakes up the joint he when does. he is there. He so does. So I'd rather have him healthy in there than not healthy exactly. in there. Exactly. So this is a fun bit of tid, uh, tidbit of information as well. I've said tidbit a lot today. Um, it's a fun bit of tidbit. It is. Nishiki Fuji, in October, he became a first-time father to not one, but two. Twin, oh, he had twin boys. Really? It, yeah, October 13th or something, which kind of explains. explains a lot of where he's been mentally because the last tournament I imagine his wife was not big but really big with twins oh wow yeah and yeah, so yeah and he first did not time have father, the best basho last time no he has been struggling I think the last three bashos but um he said with this he hopes that he can support his family and his friends and get his get his strength back and and really perform well for Kyushu since his since his twin boys were just born but Got we'll it. see Got how it. how sleepless nights go <laughs> although i'm sure like the rest of them they're not really there cuz they're training all the time and they're like i could not be up every 3 hours like feeding twins or helping out oh, i no. and sumo wrestler so i, I imagine he's probably not there but supporting from a distance i don't know i don't either I don't either. But that is kind of all I got as far as news goes. I have not, I mean, I know I told you about Ichinojo last week and Mm -hmm. how he has his hair cutting ceremony. Uh, Did you see that picture of him like on a motorcycle with another very large person? No. And and somebody was like, I don't know who made that hog, but it's got a a big motorcycle or a tiny. No, it was like a little Mongolian, um, you know. 
little little crotch rocket. Yeah, basically, and it had Ichinojo on it, which would be enough already. Yes, but it had two people on it, and I was like, they must sumo wrestlers. (laughs) Just too large. It was Ichinojo and somebody else. I can't remember who it was, but I was like, whoa. It wasn't moving. I can okay. say that. So maybe they just both posed on it. And that's got a shock system. But I that's would like I to, to see say. the motorcycle that can carry Ichinojo plus someone else in in movement. That's a film I would watch. If yeah. That sort of travel buddy film, Ichinojo and his buddy on one motorcycle, motorcycling yeah. across Japan. I would watch yeah. that. Or Mongolia. I'd be I'd yeah. be up for that. So that's about all I got. to tell you a little bit about Kitanawaka because we didn't have a chance to talk about him last week and I'm just going to give you it's just the smallest introduction to who he is he sits at the very bottom he's like at M17 it's like he just eked in <laughs> to this top division and and I gotta tell you I was like oh that name Kitanawaka hmm that's obviously close to Kotanawaka right so, oh so close and I, I will tell you that I, one of the reasons I didn't do them last week because I kept getting Google results for Kotanawaka right. when I would Google Kitanawaka. Like, and we it don't was, want him. We know enough about him. It was so frustrating. Like you had to pay such close attention. Is is this an I or is this an O? And it just it got overwhelming to me and I finally gave up. I always go to the Wikipedia page and I copy and I paste the kanji. Yeah. And then I put that into the Google bar and then I search in kanji and it usually comes up. Yeah. Yeah. But but not always. Not always. Because he's so new, there's so little written about him and there's so much more written about Kotonawaka that that's what it made. That's why it made it a little bit more difficult to do. But you should know a little bit about him. He is 23. Years okay. old. He turned 23 on day one of this tournament. Oh, wow. So day one was a really great day for him. So he's newly 23. He's six foot three. And he's, you know, he looks slimmer than yeah. most of them. Yeah. At six three. Yeah. Yeah. He was a high school Yokozuna. He's one of those kids that's been doing sumo since the third grade. He was a swimmer. He was a baseball player also as a kid. But then... I guess once he or his parents found sumo, they were like, this is... We've got a large child on our hands. Yeah. Let's put him into sumo. And he did super well in sumo all the way through high school. He, Like in all of the tournaments, he did really well. So as a high school Yokozuna, he was scouted and he went right to pro sumo after high school. He climbed up to Jurio in only one year, but then he injured his hip flexors. Oh, well, Which, i that's sort of an unusual place to be injured in sumo. Usually it's knees or elbows or shoulders. Maybe he overstretched it. I, I don't know exactly <laughs> how he injured a hip flexor, but I that makes it really difficult to move forward or backward. Yeah, I've had like a like a tweak in my hip flexor and yep. it's like debilitating. It's like, yeah. ah, I'm dying. I can't walk. Yeah, I can't imagine. So... Once he was injured, he went back down in the ranks uh, and healed. And then, you know, he's come back up and he's had like four consecutive bashos with Kachikoshi in Jurio. So he's done. Yeah, he's done well. And what's interesting about him is he's he's not only a pusher thruster, but he also likes to go to the belt and he likes the Uatanage. Okay. Okay. So that doesn't it doesn't tell you a lot about him. I, you can use that to your advantage when you're a tall guy. And exactly. He's tall. Exactly. Now, Kitana Fuji on TV, you know, the Japanese oh, guy. Oh, Kitana Fuji. Yeah, yeah Kitana yeah. Fuji. He says <laughs> that Kitana Waka doesn't train hard enough. Oh, uh, well, he is a man of strong opinions. <laughs> he, yeah. yeah. And his strong he's opinion was that Kitana Waka doesn't train hard enough, that he could be really, really good, but he doesn't train hard. Yes. That's all I could find out about him, which is not much it's really not much is that we know he's a big kid who has done one old yokozuna who Mm -hmm. just thinks he's not practicing hard enough yeah okay okay. i mean that's the story (laughs) but what what is really fun about it is if you think about his day one his day one in makaguchi just squeaking in it's his very first 
like ring entering ceremony at the top division, mm-hmm. right? He probably has a new apron, Keshawashi yeah, support group. It's his birthday. He has made it to the big leagues and he won. Good on job. day one. So he had a fantastic day one. Right. Or we can make up stuff about him. He's Let's. into watercolor. He's very good at watercoloring. Let's. Yes. He, um, despite not swimming anymore, he was an avid swimmer when he was younger. And yeah, he yeah, still yeah. gets in 40 laps in the morning. Well, okay. Here's my guess. At the community pool where he also volunteers. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because we do know he's part of Hakaku Stable, right? right? So that means he works out with Hokuto Fuji. That's right. So my guess is that he also likes The Lion King and loves musicals. Right. And he does, they do karaoke duets together sometimes. Yeah. And they sit in the hot tub the for a apple, really long time. What was that? That co- uh, Hokuto Fuji apple pear, apple, apple pineapple, a- apple pineapple, pineapple pear. Yes. Whatever. They sing that together. Whenever their sponsors come to visit, that's right. That is that's the yeah, truth. That's, that's the truth. The truth of as Keith we and Awaka. <laughs> All right. So, what else can I tell you about day one? I'm just going to tell you who came out blazing because okay. it was like day one energy. People were excited to be there, and. It was just fun all the way around. Day ones are always really enjoyable to me because you can tell everybody's rested mm-hmm. and they're feeling pretty good. And it's just so nice to see these guys back. We had Roga and Chura Naomi who had a great bout on day one, super spirited, full of energy. Tom Awashi, after having a pretty awful basho, came back swinging and looked great yeah. on day one. We had Oho, who completely pounded Hira no Umi. Yeah, that was really surprising for me because it's kind of like I saw a whole different Oho. I have never seen that much fire come out of that kid. Right? And he was full guns ablazing, so much energy, and he won. Yeah. Yeah. I was so impressed. I thought I was oh, very impressed. Oh, I'd as like well. to see a little bit more of that, please. Right. Sadanaumi came out like a like an attacking cat on his opponent, completely obliterated his opponent. Abi completely overwhelmed Gonayama. Like he was just waiting for the door to open and for him to just like jump out at Gonayama. Daesha looked in form, in rhythm, completely overwhelmed his opponent. There was just a lot of really fun, fun sumo. But my favorite fights of the day, I have to give a nod to Takeyasu on day one. Yes. I, you know, we talk about Takeyasu a lot because he is your favorite. Right. And my favorite right now is Wakamoto Haru. Yes. So I had to give a nod to this fight simply because Takeyasu made it look so easy yeah <laughs> wakamoto haru is not an easy opponent he's difficult he's ranked higher right now yeah yep. but it took all of two seconds they both got a grip on the belt and takiyasu just turned that grip into the most gorgeous lift and flip uwatanage that surprised me it completely surprised wakamoto haru right like you could see him thinking where did the floor go the speed and the ease of the maneuver was amazing. Yeah, and there was like a beautiful, super intense stare down up top. Yeah. And I was like, is is this Wakamoto Haru trying to psych himself up for I mean, Takiyasu has a bigger belly than him. He has He's bigger. He is bigger and he's got to be a little scary, you know? And oh, yeah. Takiyasu shows up like, this is just another day at work. Mm-hmm. And he proved it, it, it proved to be just that. He took care of it very quickly. Yeah. And it was intimidating. And I think it probably got to Wakamoto Haru. But his strength is unbelievable. I mean, I'm not pervin on him, but his buns are enormous. <laughs> you I mean, are kind of pervin no, on him no, right no. now. I mean, when I look at all their buns, I'm like, and you look at lower half development, you look like at somebody like Ichi Yamamoto, and he, he has like bird legs compared to the rest of them. If you look at Daesho, if you look at Takayasu, you look at Tobizaru, uh, Ura, they have massive buns, but not because their buns are beautiful. Their buns are beautiful. It's just muscle and it's impossible Mm -hmm. to move so 
there is so much strength in someone like Takayasu. It's just if you get him on his heels or if you're too fast for him, that's where he's done in. But if you meet him straightforward, you know, head on, he's going to have the advantage. And he did. And he, <laughs> he was did. quick. He got that grip and flipped the heck out of him. He did. Um, one of my other fights that was my favorite on day one, Takanosho took on Hokuseho mm-hmm. and gave it his all. But the mechanics of moving big old tall Hokuseho remain so elusive. And it's just so fun to watch Takanosho just go at it. It's really fun to watch anybody exhaust themselves trying to move this super tall, gangly Hokuseho. And it will never get old to me. Hokuseho just waited a long, long time. And then once he got Takanosho's belt, it was all over. Hokuseho just lifted up and walked Takanosho out. Yeah. I just really love watching people piece that out. Like, well, what if I try this? No. <laughs> Didn't what work. What if I try this? <sighs> Good All right. God. How There's always this... next time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That just, it. I love it. I love it. Um, and just to just over overview, um, Hoshoryu beat a very liquid and flowing Shodai. Kiribayama, who is not Kiribayama anymore, who is Kirishima beat a very liquid Yura, Ura, who was all over the place. Uh, but the third fight I wanted to mention was Takakesho, because all that we had heard going into this Basho was Takakesho's injured, his injury's back, he's not training very hard, mm-hmm. his neck is hurting him, his knees are hurting him, mm-hmm. he's not in top form, we're not even sure he's going to show up. I know he's going for Yokozuna, but I don't know. And so I approached day one and I was thinking, oh no, is he going to drop out? Like, how- Mm -hmm. Is this going to be like the Takakesho that's kind of just gets overwhelmed very easily? And he met Hokuto Fuji. And man, Takakesho won soundly by being lower, faster, and twice as fast at the start. And maybe, maybe Takakesho didn't quite get his hands down. There was a huge thing on Twitter People were very, like, they were like, he started to, (laughs) everybody on Twitter likes to be angry. I am going to have faith in the judge here, in the Gyojis, and say- So it's closer than any of us were on the internet. (laughs) And he must know. So the Gyoji let it stand. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to marvel at how much faster Takakesha was at the beginning. Yeah, he was quite quick off the blocks, I will say. I mean- Uh, overwhelming. I mean, and he, he cannonballed the heck out of Hokuto Fuji. So very fast and powerful sumo. But yeah, I imagine if his fingers weren't down, you know, he would have an advantage. But he hey, we know though in, in the past that it's not tried and true that every single match they go, oh, your fingers weren't down. Now, sometimes they do. It's We change Gyojis every, <laughs> all the time. They probably have different approaches to it so perhaps his fingers didn't go at go down but hey it well was legal in their eyes and they were like well well Takakesho has that way of just like slinging that last hand down right. like he just swings it through like it glides across right. right he's not one to put both hands down and wait right he he kind of it's almost like momentum. he initiates in the momentum of that last yeah. arm swing down so it's got to be hard to see all the time yeah but my takeaway from day one was, wow, he doesn't look injured. He looks fine to me. Yeah. <laughs> he looks just quite fine. Yeah. And strong. So that was my feeling after day one. Totally loved day one. Day two. Should be noted that a little old Tomokaze got his first Makauchi win since 2019. You know, he was out and working his way back up. I think he... I. Someone said, uh, someone somewhere, four surgeries on his knee. Yeah. Like a ridiculous amount of surgery. After the first surgery, I'd be like, I just think sumo is not for me anymore. He's like, nope, one more. Let's, nope, let me have, let me have a third. Let me have a fourth. And he got his first win since 2019. Tomokaze. All of you who've been watching Tomokaze for a long time, I imagine are happy to see him back. Also, Somebody who I was worried about being injured and seems to be the powerhouse that he is, is Tamawashi. He looked very powerful over Tsurugisho. And let me remind you, he will turn 39 during this tournament. Mm -hmm. Like day five, I heard. I mean, yeah, 
that makes me happy. And he's healthy, it seems, and he's got his mojo back. So I'm very happy. I I adore Tamawashi. He was fighting Suragisho, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say Suragisho is is his knee. He's having knee problems. Oh yeah, his like knees, major knee problems. After day three, I was like, I think we're in amputation mode here. His oh. knee is like, <laughs> yeah, it's they're not going to amputate. Don't no, worry, no, no, no. Um, but so, it's it's broken. I mean, there's, his knee is broken. There is a reason Tomowashi looked so good against that <laughs> opponent. I will say that it hardly seemed like a fair fight. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, Tsurugisho is is bound up like a mummy in his knee. But hey, a win is a win. Mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about sweet little Atami Fuji Great. versus Mitakiyumi. I love Atami Fuji since he did not win and he was so close last time. Mm-hmm. I think he's like, no problem. I have youth and energy and I like this can do spirit. I'm going to I'm going to do it. And so him versus Mitakiyumi was no problem. He shows his youthful strength and determination to overpower Mitakiyumi. He immediately got the left side shell gripped and yanked up like hell on Mitakiyumi, rushed him backwards. He had wrapped up Mitakiyumi and at the edge, he lifted up to kind of paralyze Mitakiyumi. Mitakiyumi tried to move laterally, but Atami Fuji denied that. He belly bumped Mitakiyumi back and over the edge and Mitakiyumi knew he had been outmaneuvered and it was a beautiful win for Atami Fuji who was like yeah heck yeah I can do it heck yeah it's really I just love that kid I do too I and it's and really hard it, to figure out why it, well after he fights he has this little face he makes like yeah I did it I did it I did it I can do hard things and then he's just balanced out when you hear him speak with like the sweetest kid who sounds like he's 12 well and it's the lisp that's yeah, part of it too. i adore i just adore him i, I just adore yeah him. let's he's just a little, he's a fierce a fierce fierce and wrestler. someone has been sending us several of you have been sending us um you know those face flyers yeah of a tommy fuji's face yeah and all the people in the audience holding Atami Fuji's face in front of their own. Yeah, they're fans, aren't they? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're fans they're that fans. have the wrestler's yes. face on them. It makes me so happy. So many of you are just as pleased by that as we are. Thank you for sending those. Yes. On to another epic battle between Daesho and Gonoyama. Yeah. This was a very powerful match of two guys who can go head to head. It seemed that Daesho in the end, had the win. It was called for Daesho. A Manoe was called, and it was determined that both of these guys hit the ground at the same time. It was so close. Mm -hmm. So these two were completely tuckered out, but they did it the second time around. This time, Daesho got the better of Gonoyama. These two hit each other with concussion-type force. Gonoyama gave his whole heart pushing Daesho back into the ring's edge, but ultimately ended up on his belly as Daesho skirted at the edge away and pivoted and pulled Gonoyama down to the dirt beside him. It was a really nice evasion um, right up against the bales from Daesho, and it ended up being a hand pull down Hikiotoshi win for Daesho. But I... I'm drawn to this fight because of the type of wrestlers they are. They're similar in height and build and their kind of murderous approach uh, with Supati and these pushes, this push and thrust battle. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoy watching Gonoyama. Um, I love Daesho, but he's been around for a while. But Gonoyama is this young kid and you're seeing his 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 uh, style develop, mm-hmm. being coached by Goedo um, and that sort of power that's building in him and it yeah, was really, really nice like him. Yeah. it was it's just nice to see this young kid go up against Daesho and he still has some things to learn um but he's meeting it he's meeting it you well, know yeah it's not like he's he's a small weak opponent no. i mean and boy what a push his, his, to his, take on yeah i mean he's just been makauchi like what two tournaments now like he's just he's brand new He's probably been there 17 years. Who knows? Who knows? I don't. In sumo years, I don't know. <laughs> no, he is, he is he's newer. He's pretty newer. Newer to he the top. He came in with Shona Naomi, right? Yeah. Like, and, yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's just fun watching the new guys. Um, but older guys. Wakamoto Haru versus Meisei. Wakamoto Haru was a complete brick wall. A brick mm, wall mm, for mm. very powerful Meisei. It was a nice, strong sumo <laughs> with Herculean strength from Wakamoto Haru. Um, 
And he's smaller, but he proved to be stronger. He didn't give any ground and continued to move forward to push Meisei out. It's beautiful sumo. And I liked it. Shodai almost had Takakesho. And it's always a fun time to see these two up against each other. They go up against each other all the time. Mm -hmm. And we're always reminded in this bout just how strong Shodai is. Um, Because he was one of the few who can really withstand that opening Takakesho cannonball sequence. He absorbed it. uh, And then everybody in the crowd was like, what, what, what? Because Shodai advanced back on Takakesho. But somewhere, I thought he had him. I, I really thought did. he had him too. But <laughs> somewhere in there, lickety split, Takakesho lures him in. It's almost like Takakesho was like, I'll let you push me back. This is part of my plan. Mm-hmm. He lured him in, pulls up, and then quickly pulls down on Shodai uh, for the win. And Shodai was <laughs> in the dirt very fast and surprised. Yeah. Very surprised, but uh, <laughs> always fun to see this because it's always so close. What I long to see, though, is an interview after the fact where Takakesha would go, mm, it was always part of the plan. That was part of the plan. <laughs> he sounds like he's very sassy. That was always a plan. Oh, my God. Would that be hilarious if Takakesha's voice, his, t- his voice is really deep and low right. and masculine, but if it was like, oh, my God, that was, oh, my God. Part of the plan. Part of the plan. But he doesn't. You guys don't know me very well. That was part of the plan. That was part of the plan. Okay. Okay. He sounds like a valley girl. Okay. Let's move on to Abi versus Kirishima. Kirishima is looking incredible. He's strong and he's faster than everyone else. He's off so fast from the blocks and immediately wraps up Abi, who is out of the ring in less than a second. It was very fast, very definitive. And you know, all that yeah, was all that training that Kirishima did. He was like, I'm going to do 50 bouts a day. I'm going to do 900 bouts a day. I don't want to take a break because then I'll have to start back over at zero. Whatever he did seems to be working because mm-hmm. he has showed up to play. He has shown up to play and Hoshoryu easily beats a very tricky Uda. That's what I've got for day two. Yeah, those Ozekis are looking strong. They are. Day three. Day three. I just want to mention this early on. Roga versus Nishiki Fuji. Neither one had won. No. Up to this part at the point. And I'm just mentioning it because we all had such high hopes for Roga. Well, that may be because I've been watching sumo food and I've gotten to know him. Well, you're not the only one. I think a lot of people were like, oh, this guy's from Russia. Right. He's, ooh, he's new in the top. And look how big and how strong he is. I know. And but they gave him a big bump up. Well, I know. But one thing, when he was doing his interview, like upon the announcement of his Makauchi yes. um, promotion, yes, his coach was like, I think if he takes it slow... And because he's not heavy enough, his concern was he was too like light. he's too light. So it's almost like they knew that this was gonna be tough because he's just not big enough yet. He has not put on the weight yet, and the wins will come when he does that. Okay. And that is that is his main goal. And that they were not expecting. He well, was- that's doubly incredible because he looks huge on the Food Network channel. Right. He really does look enormous. And right. so if that is too light, wow. Right. Um, what I noticed on day three is he just, he didn't, he didn't do a thing in this match. Nishiki Fuji, they had a tachiai. There was one big hit and then Nishiki Fuji just pulled him down and Roga looked like he didn't, he looked a bit asleep. Yeah. I Like to me, it reminded me of, you know, when Atami Fuji was there for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like he, you could see him thinking, oh my God, I'm with the, I'm with the most famous guys right? and I'm at the top level and (laughs) oh my God, there's all these people watching me and like, it's that sort of like deer in the headlight thing that seems to be happening with Roga. Right. So my thought is this is like an experienced Basho. I think so. Get the experience under your belt. Maybe drop down to Jurio again. Get your confidence back and then then dip your toes back back into the waters. And that's what I sensed from that that interview is that they kind of knew that that was, he's just there to 
experience what it's like okay to just feel the experience of a basho well when the guy who has brand new twins is the guy that's <laughs> who's is, had terrible basho yes had terrible basho <laughs> is the guy that beats you and you just stand there and take it like arms at your side something something is amiss yeah maybe yeah. maybe he needs a pep talk what would we say i'd say if you're listening roga i believe in you I believe in you. And just do it on your own terms. That's right. Take your time. Don't get injured. Just eat more. Just eat more. Experience this. Yep. This. Your your aunties in Texas say, take your time. That's right. Eat more. Uh, protect your knees. What was that meme I just saw? Everybody who does something for the first time is bad at it, but the hundredth time you do it. Oh, you're that's good, totally but true. you had to start somewhere where you're bad at it. Yeah. Yeah, and he's gotten this far. I mean, he has an amazing talent. For right. some reason, he's just not sharing well, it, it with us. It took him five yet. years to get to this point, so he yeah. might be more like me, a slow, just a slow, slow riser. burner. All right, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, you'll get there. Uh, yeah, I I say get a massage. Get a massage. Yeah, do a little stretching. Maybe eat some really good, delicious food and mm-hmm. get yourself a good dessert. Mm-hmm. Go to bed. Try again. I'm mentioning another fight just because of the injury issue. Ichiyama. Moto versus mm-hmm. Surogisho. Yeah. Ichiyamamoto's Supari was fabulous. <laughs> yeah. He, and a reminder, he won the Jirio uh, championship last time around. Well, yeah. He and, dropped out of Makauchi. I, always, I know, but I always think of him as like, he's just, he's got skinny legs. He just can't compete. I have massive respect. I adore him. For this guy. I think I'm going to write him a letter. As you should. He's the one I want to reach out to the most. He's he's the one I feel like is most like me. Right. <laughs> I think he's a goof and I just yes. want to hang out with him. And I just he's a fan of other sumo wrestlers and you could tell that when he gets in the ring. Right. Wow. So what happened was he went down to Jurio, last Basho got his got his confidence back and came out roaring on day three with an amazing supari that Man, I just Surugisho was surprised by, and then Ichiyamamoto went inside on big Surugisho, grabbed his mawashi, pushed back with all of his might, and kind of twisted, and that bandaged leg of Surugisho completely crumpled underneath him. Yeah. And Surugisho went down. He was very slow getting back up, and a knee that can't handle a swivel is awfully hard. To do sumo on. And I'm yeah. sure Wakataka Kage is also discovering this as he is fighting in his division. Right. You know, even though you put you put something on that knee to protect it, it's still quite scary when you got to put all your weight on it and then you got to swivel. Right. So I I started to think, I don't know if, if we're going to see Surugisho this entire basho because that looks like he can hardly walk on it now. Uh, he'll probably show up for work tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. But props to Ichiyamamoto. Um, There were just a whole bunch of, like, running over people on day three. You know, like one big, and one person would run over their opponent. Always appreciate that. There was also, like, day three was all stalls. Well, okay. So let's talk about some stalls. There were some longer matches on day three. One of them, Hokuseho was involved in, which you would expect, because often a lot of his matches are long because that's what he likes to do. Slow people down, lean on them, <laughs> let them exhaust themselves, and then take them out. Okay? Well, he met Shona Naomi, who, um, gosh, tried to go double inside on Hokuseho, but Hokuseho did a really good job of blocking him. He grabbed Shona Naomi's arm and kind of, uh, kind of lodged it in between their chests and one arm so that Shona Naomi, you know, just couldn't move one arm. And, you know, it looked like a big old nice hug in the middle of the doyo, which is always nice. Right. Always nice to see. Always lovely. Um, And it just lasted for a really, really long time. After two long minutes, Shona no Umi finally got that arm out of the grip and he got that mawashi hold that he was going for. And then he drove straight forward and Hokuseho went up and back. So it was... You know, his style of sumo today was patience. Patience. So Shona Naomi showed his patience side. Well done, Shona Naomi. I also have to acknowledge a really great Gyoji call. 
Because we okay. often don't acknowledge when these things go right. Right. Okay. Takanosho versus Midori Fuji. It was one of those situations where, you know, one person runs forward with all their might and the other person's sort of jumping back and thrust down at the same time. Right. It looked to me like Takanosho was doing the running forward. It looked like Midori Fuji went out of the ring before Takanosho hit the deck. Right. And I think everyone thought that. I but thought it was for sure a Torineoshi. You thought it would, they went down at the same time? Exactly, at the well, same time. But I, the judge didn't even pause. He was no. like, it was Midori Fuji. Yeah. And I think everybody in the audience was like, what? Yeah. That wasn't Midori. What are you? And everybody was like getting ready to yell terrible things at this judge. But then we all watched the replay. And, and what did we see? But Takanosho's hand going down before his body and his hand touched yep. just before Midori Fuji's feet touched outside the ring. So well done. Well done. Okay, one of my favorite fights, Tobizaru versus Wakamotoharu. Tobizaru was all over the place. All over the... I mean, that is what he's known for. He is a right? flying monkey, and he, he jumps, delivered on that name. He jumps right. He jumps left. He circles away. He moves. But what I found so compelling is that none of his pushes could move Wakamotoharu. None. Who just followed him, followed him wherever he went. And once Wakamoto Haru caught him, Tobizaru pushed with all of his might on Wakamoto Haru's neck, trying to get him to go away. But Wakamoto Haru didn't go anywhere and pushed Tobizaru out. It was just, it was a great illustration of just how strong these guys are. Yep. Very, yep. That's very true. Daesho mm -hmm. did such a great job staying on his feet as he met Takayasu on day three. I thought for sure Takayasu had slapped him down a couple of times, but Daesho just did, you know, those hops forward where yep. you're like leaning forward, but you jump your feet forward and stay upright. Yep. He must have done two or three of those while Takayasu was kind of like scooting away and backwards. Well done, Daesho. Just stayed upright and pushed Takayasu out. So, good job. But my very, very favorite fight of the entire day was Kotonawaka mm -hmm. versus Mace. And I'm going to break this down a little bit. Um, if you watch one fight from day three, just make it this one. Yeah. This it's one was exciting. pretty cool. Yeah. And it was a longer one. It wasn't two and a half minutes. No. Like Shona Naomi and Hokuseho. But I think it was like a minute and 15 seconds. So it was a yeah. longer match. Yeah. And these two wrestlers, you know, really seem to be evenly matched. And that's yeah. always fun to watch. Yeah. When you're like, ooh, they're going to win. Ooh, no, they're going right. to win. <gasps> but Kotonwaka has the height. Um, Kotonwaka is bigger. He's bigger. Yeah. And bigger Meisei, and taller. But Meisei's yeah. got that fire. Like when yeah, Meisei that, is on. Yeah. He's got a little bit of that flair that Tobizaru has. Like, you never really and know. And also, Daisho has that that, yeah. that forward massive thrust and, and push. Yeah, a lot of power in their push. Yeah. A lot of power in a push. So there was a big Tachiai, and immediately the two locked up. Meisei had a Mawashi grip, and uh, Kotonawaka had both arms around, I think it was Meisei's right arm. Mm -hmm. Right. So Meisei mm -hmm. had had the belt right. and Kotonawaka had grabbed Meisei's arm and was trying to fling him. Like a Kotonage kind yeah, of throw. Trying to throw Meisei out by one arm. And Meisei blocked that. He played great defense. And so Kotonawaka went in with both hands to try to get an inside grip on Meisei, which Meisei just swatted down towards the ground. Mm -hmm. Kotonawaka stayed on his feet really well. And then he got... Kotonawaka got his right arm to Meisei's belt, and Meisei was like, okay, great, we're going back to the belt, so I'm going in, and there was a bunch of grip switches, and they were kind of skipping right and skipping left and twisting, and it became my favorite kind of sumo, which is the belt battle. I love I it. Know. And and one thing to note like about Kotonawaka, I mean, he's kind of the prince of sumo. He has this pedigree, but what is interesting about that? And maybe this is the pedigree. Maybe that he has learned all this from his father. He is just so friggin' calm in the middle of 
crazy things. He looks like yeah. this he just looks composed. Everybody else is going full blast. And he has amazing defense, amazing offense, and he just looks like this is what I do when this happens. Yeah. This is what I do when this happens. Okay, I have the advantage. I do this. He seems tactical in yeah, some way. He ways. hardly furrows his brow. Right. It's not like he makes, I mean, Daesho makes some great faces yeah. during his sumo, but he stays pretty calm. He does. Yeah. So that's why another thing why That's this, why you like him? Uh, well, he's just interesting to watch that way. It mm. just, it doesn't look like that taller, like that tiring for him. It has to be. Um, but he just is like, oh, I go out there and I execute now. You yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kotonwaka. I execute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in this battle where, I mean, Meisei was going at it 110% and Kotonwaka was quickly responding to everything but looking very calm. Right. What the audience saw was... A, a match where one person would go back to the bales and it, will, it would look like they were going to go out and then they would move forward and they would swing around and the other person would be up on the bales, maybe mm -hmm. one foot in the air, mm -hmm. the other foot on the bales, and then they'd swing back into the ring. And they, it was just back and forth like that many, many, many times. Meisei lifted up and moved Kotonawaka at some point, and that's not easy to do because he's a big guy. Meisei tried some leg trips that Kotonawaka escaped from. They were both twisting and countering. It was just really beautiful until they were both kind of twisted and facing their, their backs out of the ring. And as they fell, they both twisted. It kind of looked like, if you were to imagine like an uchari, like right. a backwards throw right it looked like a more open twisting throw backwards what happened was they both fell out back first uh it was the win was given to kotonawaka with an os uh, osakate osakate and it's an unusual move they said we haven't seen it uh, like in at, 13 years. Since 2010. Okay. That's right. And the way I looked it up on Wikipedia and the way they describe it is the attacker grappling, which would be Kotonawaka right. in this case, grappling near the edge, bends backwards and swings his opponent out, which sounds like a Nuchari. It sounds like something different. a tall kid wouldn't do either. Yeah. It's just a wide open, very messy Uchari maybe with one arm is what it looked like. Right. It, it just looked like... You kind of pancake someone you're behind do, you you're doing the Well, you don't pancake them. But you you're don't doing, land on top of them. Right. You're doing the matrix move right. and you fling someone out to your right, right. Okay. so that they land on the floor right. before you fall. Right. And so they both flew out backwards. Meisei flew out into the audience onto the floor and looked exhausted. Kotonawaka landed half on the doyo, but his head was off. So it, like he just landed on his thoracic yeah. spine and his head sort of flipped back. And it was one of those moments where you're like, oh, the Lord, I don't like that kind of fall. But then he hopped back up like it was absolutely nothing. Yeah. It was like his youth. Yeah. Apparent. It's one of those, yeah, like yoga moments where I go, oh my God, that looks painful incredible that they can injury do inducing that. but no they yeah pop right back up that's why they have those traps right yeah so that win was given to kotonawaka and kotonawaka could like win the entire basho at this point and i would i would jump up down and scream right. because of that one win and it's just not anything i thought he was capable of doing he's he is incredible he is very well-rounded uh, well and it makes sense that he's doing as well as he's doing in Sanyaku. Right. And he's he's just not showy. And that may be exactly why he's as good as he is. He's, he doesn't... It's just another day at work. And he gets better and he gets better and he gets better. And he's, he's calm. And he's like, he's okay, if I lose, I learn from that. He's faster than you would think a big guy should be. And more flexible and agile than yeah. you think he's going to be. He's got the Shodai speed and squirreliness... But he stays on his feet really yeah. well for a tall kid. Yeah. And the size of Taka... Uh, well, no, he's bigger than Taka Keisho. He's like as wide as Taka Keisho, but like on a six foot four frame. Yeah, he's like Takayasu size. He's big. He's a big boy. So it's it was just impressive. Yeah. 
it yeah and it just i love it just makes you love sumo even more um the last three bouts they were all just amazing and they went exactly as you would think they would kirishima easily beat shodai takakesho it was like thrust, 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 push, 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 and Ura was out. Mm-hmm. Um, Hoshoryu beat Hokuto Fuji. So, like, it was Ozeki win after Ozeki win after Ozeki win. What I'm liking about this Basho, I mean, yes, it's only day three. It's only day three. Yes. But so many people look really good. Yes. And so it's shaping up to be a close contest after day three. <laughs> like, Hoshoryu looks on point yep and just to remind you the the guys that look great are young too i mean i'm sure you i'm sure he's like only 24 although tamawashi looks good right now yeah and he's 39 right so kirishima uh Kotonawaka. Shonen Noomi. ryuden looks good right as much as it pains me to say that sentence The man who spent 25 <laughs> times with some other woman who is not his wife. That's right. We will never forgive him for that. Uh, at this point, I'm I'm rooting for everyone. And this is what drives me bananas about sumo. It's like I've got a host of like 10 men that I'm like, come on, come on, go 15-0, go 15-0. Takakesho, get that Yokozuna belt. I so want that for you. I want you to be a Yokozuna. Yes. And I want Hoshoryu to get his next next basho. And I want Karishima to get his next basho. And this is what exhausts me. Not everybody me. can. Not everybody can. Oh, my gosh. We love them all. Yeah. Who do you think looks particularly strong right now? I think Kirishima looks extremely strong. The other guys look great, but they're also not going up against Ozeki's. Hoshori looks great too. And Takakesho. So I think there is a lot of momentum behind Takakesho and uh, him trying to become a Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he's shown up to play. But those guys at the top of the Bonsuke, um, the guys down below are looking great, but once they start matching them up with the guys at the top, it'll be interesting to see if someone like Atami Fuji can do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, beat be all the guys in, in Sanyaku. But I still have uh, hope that I I think this Abasha is going to go to one of those top Sanyaku guys or Takakesho. We'll see. Whatever happens, we'll be here to tell you. That's right. Okay. Until then, I'm Leslie. I'm Lars. And see you we later. will be back at June, same time next week yep. with days four through 11. Bye. Bye. Bye.